comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. She reports that during the attack, someone saved her. Well, you think this may have something to do with the vigilante cases PD's been working? My thoughts exactly. Local police received a dozen similar reports in the last few months. Criminals going missing, junkies mysteriously vanishing, victims calling in claiming that their assailants were attacked mid-crime. Maybe Batman's moved to the Bronx. What's a Batman? The cake crusader, Dark Knight, billionaire playboy puts on a cape to clean up the streets of Gotham. You mean Mantis. Seriously? Your superhero is an insect? Oh, what, because nothing says badass like a flying rat? Episode 264. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half-hour wasted. Tonight's episode: Love, Summer Movie Style. For good, exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting it's movie time. And some won't suck anymore. You know they brought that show back, and it was a drama. The Love Boat. Mm -hmm. It was on like the UPN or CW or something. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. What about the? the the ill-fated um uh, the the show that used to capture my attention after the original Love Boat, which they made a uh, fairly wimp remake of, Fantasy Island, starring Malcolm McDowell. Did you ever see that? No. What was I, it on? Was it Fox or one of those? Excuse oh, me. I didn't realize that it that it had come back. <laughs> well, hang on a second. Now I'll find this for you. Okay. Fantasy In addition Island. to chewing in your ear. Now, wait a second. Welcome to episode 264. The Love Boat, The Next Wave. The Love Boat, The Next Wave was an American television series based on the ABC sitcom The Love Boat. The series aired on UPN from 89 to 99. And Robert Urich was the captain. Cool. 89 to 99. It aired for 10 years. Captain Tana. <laughs> yes, it did. 89, 98. Sorry. Is it me or does it sound like a bluff? 1998 to 1999. That makes more sense. That sounds like a bluff. Two seasons, 25 episodes. Much more sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, ABC, had, um, ABC had both of them, by the way. Wow, there's a fairly long list of... Um, we could take up the rest of the episode just going through the guest stars on Fantasy Island. Let's not. Names such as Telma Hopkins, Doug McClure. Hi. He's a little bit of a name dropper. <laughs> Hi, I'm Doug McClure. <laughs> I miss Phil Hartman. Dan Rowan. John Wesley Shipp. He was The Flash, the Flash. by the way. We yes. are going to talk about yes. upcoming... Movies, not just summer movies, mm-hmm. but anything that's coming out in 2012 mm-hmm. that Pat, catches our mm. Pat our Crowley. Fancy. Pat Crowley was in it, who I believe also wrote the um, the Demonic Bible. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Iron Eyes, Iron Eyes, Cody you know was that? in it. I have an email that I wanted to share. And Ian Abercrombie, him and uh, him and Rufus Fitch uh, came out with a uh, a popular line of clothing. Hmm. That's a bluff. An email Teams that I love wanted it. to share. <laughs> <laughs> Your kids are going to be one in those ninety dollars t-shirts. Have to find the yes, I have to. You know, in the original Fantasy the Island, uh, each guest had to pay about fifty thousand dollars in advance. So they didn't. It wasn't one of those things. You know, you know, satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Because let's face it, if it had been satisfaction guaranteed or your money back, um, Fantasy Island would have shut down long ago. Because but, we found that guests, much like much like wishes from a genie. Mm-hmm. Your wish fulfillment on Fantasy Island you know, often came with strings attached. Mm-hmm. I want to read this email. Yes. <clears throat> came to us a couple of weeks ago. 
and I apologize for forgetting it last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. It's from Krista Bader. Okay. It's actually addressed to Half Hour Wasted and Legion of Dudes. Oh, cool. She says, hello, I just wanted to send a little note to tell you all how much I am enjoying your podcasting network. Excellent. I found your Podcatraz podcast through Diego's Soul Patch, which was oh, yeah. Hurley's. Yes. Uh, Hurley. Hurley. Jorge Jorge's, Garcia. Jorge's. And uh, lady and friend. Bethany. It's their <laughs> podcast. Uh, I found your cast through Diego Soul Patch, and I enjoyed it so much that I decided to check out your other offerings. I'm probably not your target audience. I am a stay-at-home mama to two kids who lives way up north in Winnipeg, smack dab in the middle of Canada. America's hat. Actually, no, we got a we got a tweet or a comment about mm-hmm. something it's actually it's not America's hat, it's America's toque. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. If you're in Canada, it's America's toque. Right. Um <clears throat> but I spend many hours a week driving my children to various appointments. Half Hour Wasted and Legion of Dudes has made this such an enjoyable time for me, usually because I spend this time singing along to Disney CDs. Oh, well, I mean, those are certainly enjoyable. You guys have really introduced me to some cool things. After listening to your first Lock and Key episode from the Legion of Dudes, I went out and got the first volume, and I can't believe how much I love it. And I was totally in Brad's camp of hate for the new Spider-Man movie, but Frank and Bill really changed my mind into giving it a chance. I thought Brad wanted to read it. Thanks for making me laugh. Sincerely, Krista Bader. That's what we're here for. Thank you very much, Krista, for taking the time to write that email. And let this be a lesson to you listeners to keep your mind open and try new things. What does that mean? (laughs) That's an old Steve Martin reference. Uh, that's that's me slamming a door. He's talking about dating a younger girl and how uh-huh. she's always like, "Hey, let's go <laughs> camping. Let's go try this new thing." And he just like <laughs> shuts the door on any idea she has. <laughs> but thank you for that email, and thank you for taking the time to to wow. listen to our humble shows. And I just like to say that I love Canadians personally. <laughs> I mean, not not like biblically. Oh, okay. I mean, I have a couple of Canadian friends, and That's they're cool. nice people. Well, hey, what about the great Paul Canada. French? I know. Yeah, I know, right? What's up, Paul? I can't talk to you about her because you know Paul she's in Canada. Paul does a Google podcast about the Legion of Superheroes. What's not to like? I know. I know. All right, I'm bummed out too. I haven't seen a Legion of Superheroes comic in like two months now. Today is so confusing. This episode, nobody. Cares. Luckily, I've only got to pay like six or nine bucks or whatever to catch up no, on the entire no. uh, series. Oh, you know, by the way, just speaking last of three calendar. Fantastic Four Hickman episodes of, uh, too of Lock and Key, yes. uh, Comicology was having uh, a sale on their stuff. Johnny M told me to get them, so I got the first two trades. Really? They're really good. I've read the first. Four. Oh, oh but yeah, need... but you got them electronically, didn't you? I've read you the first four. They're good. I like. I've had people say, um, including um, the great Jim Shooter, who I realize I reference too often, that. Uh, um, it's getting to the point where it's almost more enjoyable to read them on the ding dong iPad. This episode, I would, I, would, I mean, uh, I like it. Shooter's uh, professional opinion was that uh, Shooter was that uh, Shooter want to go to Red Lobster. <laughs> That's two. Happy, I don't know. Happy Gilmore references in the same reference in 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 the last three episodes. I was going to uh, come back at you with I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna have enough time. Now you're mixing metaphors. Right. This episode airs April the 9th. You know, I'm you know that Will Farrell and I are the same stinking age. Yeah. No way. Yeah, he's so huh? much more successful than I am and has mm. so much more money than I have. I mean, if you're so, if you're measuring success by friends and money, I'm probably and a nicer happiness, guy. Then yes, he is more successful than yes. you. But if you measure it through what you have, uh-huh. he's still more successful. Than yeah, I I knew that already. We got movies coming up. Hey, so um by the way, um um Fantasy Island mm-hmm. came back out in 1998. The same year, they brought out Love Boat, the next generation. Uh, Mr. Worf, set a course. Did it have a bold Set captain? a course for love. <laughs> that was a good skit. That, man. I was just having a... Uh, I, I saw... Um, uh, this will be two weeks ago now. Um, but uh, I uh, went over and um, got uh, got me kids from Adventure Kids last night. Um which is, again, now like two weeks ago because this episode is being taped one week in advance. But I got to see the great and powerful Gideon. 
our man Gideon. And uh, okay, um, and who is yes. Gideon for people who don't know? Uh, he uh, he is a major domo at Adventure Kids, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he and Zoe and Sage are uh, lifelong friends now. And I consider uh, I consider Mr. Gideon to be a, a good friend, also. A big um, lock of red hair, right? Yes, yes. He uh, he's uh, um, tallish and has uh, red hair and uh, is good humored. And uh, you guys uh, met him at a con a year or so back. Um, so you, you've had you've had some small dealings with him. But uh, but yeah, we uh, uh, had a friendly discussion. Um, he he's a big Picard guy, mm-hmm. just because that's what he grew up on. And I explained about um, you know the whole Kirk Picard. The thing. only I told question him to go back and listen to episode I ever thought was hard mm-hmm. was do I like Kirk or do I like Picard? Weird Al Yankovic. I knew that rhymed. I so we're talking about why. Kirk rules. We're talking about Thank anticipated you. movies of the. Uh, 2012. Mm-hmm. Well, on IMDb, there's a guy who apparently has an IMDb account who has written several lists. Yes. He goes by the name Tall Guy Zero Zero One Two One, and he wrote it's clearly a fake his name. list of the most anticipated movies of summer 2012. So we're going to go down okay. this list and see if if we're all in agreement. And okay. I love the first, I love his first choice. I kind of agree with it. What? Okay, where did you, did you uh, see this? Google. Google Summer Movies Got 2012. That. Got that. Third, third part. The down. second hit should be an IMDb link. IMDb link. Okay. All right. Just, just so we're all on the same page. So his first, literally, his first list is The Dark Knight Rises. Why are there really, are there really 120 other tall guys? He had to be tall guy 00121. That could be his birthday. Maybe. That could be his address. That could be his pin number. That could. Be I guess that could be his zip code. Could be. Hmm. Now I don't. I would. I wonder if his list is like in order. Well, he there is a section right there where it says list order, and it gives you sections. You can do title, release date, ratings. Which I guess let's do ratings. Well, no, that's ratings for. Um, I don't. I wouldn't consider that accurate. Let's do release date. Let's let's do U.S. release date because that'd be a little easier. Yeah, let's do it that way. The wettest county. Set in the Depression era, Franklin County, Virginia, a bottle, a bootlegging gang is threatened by authorities who want a cut of their profits. I'm sorry, what what movie? The Wettest County. Starring Tom Hardy, who is Bane in The New Dark Knight. Yes. Shia no. LaBeouf. He was also uh, Picard's uh, Picard's clone in uh, one that of the worst Star Trek Shinzon? movies ever made. Was that yes. Tom Hardy? Mm-hmm. It wow. certainly was. Now, Brad, Guy Pierce and Gary I, I just clicked on it. I've never heard of this movie. Neither. I just clicked on it, and it says release date is 31 August. So I don't think. Huh. Okay, maybe this um, summer release date. Oh, you have to flop the arrows up and down. So if you click on the arrows on that web page, there we go. Now it's safe, safety not guaranteed. I saw the trailer for this. I don't know anything about this. Do you remember the old... Um, thing on the internet that photo of a supposedly real classified ad about going back in time yes let me find um it it was uh uh, i can read it it's right here uh it's called safety not guaranteed wanted someone to go back in time with me this is not a joke you'll get paid after we get back must bring your own weapons safety not guaranteed i have only done this once before (laughs) So this movie is uh, from the producers of Little Miss Sunshine. Bill, do you remember that ad about wanting a classified ad of somebody wanting to go back in time with that, the guy? That movie, that movie really makes me tingle in all Safety my all my brainy places. Uh, let me read the synopsis of this movie. When an unusual classified ad inspires three cynical Seattle Magazine employees to look for the story behind it, they discover a mysterious eccentric named Kenneth, a likable but paranoid supermarket clerk who believes he's solved the riddle of time travel and intends to depart again soon. Together they embark on a hilarious, smart, and unexpectedly heartfelt journey that reveals how far believing can take you. Okay, I was with you up until heartfelt. (laughs) Yeah, I think me too. I watched the trailer, and it looks really good. Okay. so so I always thought that was a joke. Was it, um, is it action-packed? Is it a comedy? Is it heartfelt? It's a comedy. My phone is blowing up. What is going on? My phone is blowing. Dang. 
Uh, no, it's it's a comedy. Um, I recognize the girl in it, but I don't know her name. Let's um, see. Uh, Ash Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. It looks good. I mean, I had seen you know this funny ad. And I don't it, just think of a rating of eight point two out of ten already. If it hasn't been the released thing yet, you may have seen a a sneak or a preview or something. The thing that kills me is that somebody actually saw this ad and said we should make a movie about people <laughs> who actually like the guy who actually wrote this. And you know, so anyway, that that does look um, interesting to me. Uh, the next one is get the gringo. A career chem- criminal, Mel Gibson, nabbed by Mexican authorities, is placed. In a tough prison where he learns to survive with the help of a nine-year-old boy. You lost me at Mel Gibson. <laughs> you lost me at where he learns. <laughs> so do you, is this, um, is this Mel Gibson trying to make some kind of career amends here? Or is this him just kind of not caring and it's like, hey, it's a script I like? Or well, I'm here. Why, I'm, bringing up, I'm bringing up the trailer. Why is Mel Gibson doing this movie? Does, I don't know. Does he need the money? Here's I the hope that's not it. Well, and, and again, I'm still looking for a director that I recognize. This is directed by Adrian Grinberg. I've been under a lot of stress at work. And I come into a windfall of cash. So I decided to take that Mexican vacation I've been planning. Now, despite what people say, I had no trouble whatsoever getting across the border. Some nice people were there to greet me when I landed. What's your name? Boza. I got some great snapshots, and they recommended a reasonable place for me to stay. It wasn't five-star, but someone had stolen my cash, so I told them to charge me. There were lots of fun activities. See, I'm already lost. The difference. Um, you know, they're doing this ironic thing where he's talking about this vacation, but, you know, all the imagery is him in the prison and stuff like that. No, no. Um, not interested. So uh, Adrian uh, Grinberg, the guy who directs this, um, I think the uh, this is the first movie he's ever directed. He's been first assistant director on many movies, uh, including what I believe is probably the the important one here, Apocalypto. I don't know Which, that one. Which that, was that, that, one? Was, uh, that was Mel Gibson movie. Um, that was... Uh, Mel, I think, did that after uh, the Passion of the Trist, and um, I believe it's pronounced Christ. Okay, we'll go with that. Okay. Um, but Apocalypto was a pretty powerful, kind of a hard to watch movie. Uh, there's very little, if any, dialogue in it. It's oh almost, yeah, it was almost like oh, Quest for yeah. Fire, and that it was almost all. Right. It, it was the opposite of a talkie. It was almost right. a silent movie. Yes, it was like Cavemen, right? Um. It was um, no. It was Did like you see this movie. Yes, it's been a while since so I've seen it. It came out in '06, so you know you're gonna have to give me a small break on this. It has been a few years since so I've seen it, but it had to do with um, Mayas, Incas, Aztecs. It was one of those uh, Central South American uh, Indian tribes, and um, yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty powerful movie. Um, not a whole heck of a lot of fun. Uh, it was uh, Mayans, by the way, okay. um, and the basic uh, plot of Apocalypto was a young man um a young man who's due to be sacrificed uh um uh runs um to avoid his fate so you know there you go um uh, anyway just to get, get the gringo to, it looks like your basic fish out of water movie mm-hmm. where a white guy ends up in mexican prison finds a kid to help him out you know to kind of I had a nickel things. for every movie i s- s- have seen that has a white I guy getting caught in a mexican you. prison <laughs> the next the one gringo. on his list is a no-brainer no discussion. We should mm-hmm. just move next to the next. But it's the Avengers. Yeah. Of course. We're well, all going to see that. This is, this is in release day. And I, I might point out that we're skipping lots of movies throughout this list that aren't on this list that maybe we'll go back and, and mm-hmm. just touch on. Uh, Dark Shadows, recently the uh, the trailer came out for it. Now, I never saw the TV show that I did was not either. On. Uh, I don't. I could really? say that I probably Johnny don't Depp. have interest in it because it looks Tim very low-budgety and just kind of... It looks like you have to have a, a high threshold of camp, love for camp. To I was, like that show. I, I was, uh, I've seen a few Dark Shadows episodes. I was never uh, a disciple of it by any means. Uh, I always felt the show was kind of hard to watch. But you realize what it was. It was a soap opera. Yeah. It was a literal soap opera every single day. Um, the, the catch was that there were supernatural elements in it. 
Yeah. Um, this has Johnny Depp in it. Yes. I'd watch Johnny Depp paint a house. Uh, yeah. Directed by Tim Burton. I said Demp, but Demp. I, meant, I meant to say I Depp. I think we uh, know what you meant. D- Tim Burton kind of rubs me the mm-hmm. wrong way a little bit in that his, his image. You should is ask great. him to go the other way then. <laughs> no. I'm hoping he will go the other way for me in this way, if you know what I mean. Tim Burton, for me, is ex- just can be so hit and miss. I mean, I'm trying to think of stuff that he's just flat out missed on. But some of the stuff he, that he's done, which was under the radar, like, you know, uh, like From Hell. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did he for, direct that for, movie? Great movie. For, for great, me, great he is, a, he is a, a uh, visually, mm-hmm. he, it's always a home run. Yeah. But his but stories are the weak. same. His stories are weak. His movies all look the same. Yeah. I mean, he has Except that for look. Beetlejuice. Uh, they all look no. the same. It has the same look. Think so? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, he did not direct uh, From Hell. My bad. That's why that it was Johnny. Out. It was a Johnny Depp movie. <laughs> well, I'm certainly going to see Dark Shadows because, like I said, I would watch Johnny Depp. You know, I, I yeah, build a doghouse from scratch. I am uh, <laughs> based on the previews and stuff. It looks like it's going to be fun, goofy. It almost it feels a little bit like a Beetlejuice type of situation. Yeah. Again, you know, kind of a character that maybe shouldn't be where he is, but the family relates to him, and yeah, and it, there's some '70s fun. So again, another fish out of water promise. Yeah. Uh, the Dictator. Sasha Baron Cohen. John C. Riley is in it. Anna Ferris is in it. I absolutely loved Borat. Yes. I absolutely hated Bruno. See, I... I you only Borat was the better movie. Um, you Bruno, tolerated Bruno because you were in it. Bruno was hard to watch. I'll give you that. But you there tolerated are... because you're... Because you were in it, but Bill, the best, how, how but the, are you the best, in it for our listeners? The best bits in that movie, though, had nothing to do with me. By the way, and Bill, how are you in that movie for the for the listeners? I was Bruno. okay. Um, and about a third of the way through the movie, um, uh, Bruno does a, uh, a fake talk show. You know, the, the whole point is him trying to basically fool people into thinking that he's on the up and up. You know, when when he's clearly playing a character, um, right? So. Uh, he, we do uh we did a uh um a fake talk show uh, at the studios we, we, that we worked yes at. um and he hired a real crew mm-hmm. yeah he ha- well he had a film crew um following him around um uh with um oh my gosh i'm blanking on it the um uh the guy who was the co-creator of uh, seinfeld um not larry, larry david? david not larry david but the other the other uh larry. jerry seinfeld um no no the other guy um, anyway, he was the direct. He was the film director. Uh, okay. They they hired us, and we put on a full television production, also with television cameras, uh, control room crew, Did y'all sound, record that? just that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, um, though I think they took, I think they took the the tapes, sure, um, because they didn't want any anything surviving. Right. Um, so no, uh, in fact, they apparently after the taping, um, they went through and. Uh, had to watch uh the graphics guy delete all the graphics he made for the show too okay so um i'm sure some industrious type could have gone back and recreated those or something you know it's not like you can take the disc out of the graphics machine with you um you know like the hard disc but the dictator just came out Um, with a so i'm sorry so i i was um i was on set right i was in the background uh wearing uh stage blacks and there are at least two or three or four points where if you know where i am uh, you can see me back there, and uh, there was one point where uh, You're I'm doing actually audio in the studio, right? Uh, yeah, I was an A two, which right. meant that I was uh, putting mics on people. Um, I got to uh, put a mic on uh, Bruno once. It was funny though because um, uh, three or four times, yeah, we had headsets on, and uh, so a number of times we we taped the show five times during the day. By the way, and they with took five different audiences with five different audiences yeah. uh, with five different uh, demographics, right? Looking for different reactions out of each one. We the what the movie what what made the movie was the third taping at 5:30 it was a full house it was a, a pretty amazing scene um but uh one time when they said hey we need to get bruno you know we need to get sasha mic'd up um a couple times i was like okay you know i'm on it cuz i was there to mic up anybody and every time i did um 
it was like Carl running out of his house, you know, like Carl running out of his house. Right. The uh, the the film audio guy would just kind of like, oh, jostle by me and kind of kind of give me a shiver, and you know, he'd race past me. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. Mm. And so one time I did get to go in there and uh, mic him up. It was before the uh, the taping of the fourth episode, and they kept moving uh, Sasha around the building. Um, they they put him in different places during the day, so he wasn't just in you know his green room wasn't in one location. They they had him in like four or five locations throughout the day. So, so I went nobody and, would know where he was. Right. Uh, because, you know, we still had, it was still a working environment at that point. We still had people in the building. So they were trying to move him around too. And everybody knew that we were taping something. Um, I, I don't know how many people knew exactly what we were doing. Because we didn't know it was going to be him until what? Was it the day before? Or two days before? Really? Yeah. yeah. But it was literally like a day or two before that, uh, before we knew what we were doing. We just knew that we were doing something fairly big. Um, but yeah, I went in. And um, it was uh, Sasha Baron Cohen um, sitting there in his Bruno getup and his handler, uh, friend, bodyguard, I don't know who, manager, something like that. It was, it was Sasha and one other guy. It was in the old Studio E, um, okay. the robotic studio. And um, um, so I, I managed, I was, I was close to the front door of the studio, which meant I was right next to the front door to this place. So I said, hey, I got it. And I beat the film guy there. <laughs> And I Did walk he? in with the mic, and and I just uh, he kind of turns and looks at me, and I said, "Hey, you know, uh, I'm I'm here to uh, put a mic on you. You know, getting ready to go for the next one." And he's like, "Cool, you know, no problem." And um, as I'm putting the mic on him, he goes, uh, "I'm trying to remember the exact way the conversation went, but it was short." But uh, he just said, "So, you know, are are you having a good time? You enjoying yourself?" Was he talking in character? No, he was out of okay. character at this point. Um, he looked, you know, right, he, he was right. costumed up certainly. But no, it was just a very low key moment. It was just like, you know, so, you know, um, you having a good time, you know? And I told him, I said, you know, without trying to butter you up, you know, this is one of the most, you know, amazing experiences I've ever had in this business. And thank you. And, cool. you know, he actually seemed, uh, uh, it wasn't like, whatever, you're a commoner. Get out of my face now that I'm done with you. I mean, he actually, he actually kind of looked, we made eye contact and he kind of, he kind of shook his head up and down and went, you know, cool. I mean, he awesome. actually seemed to appreciate that I, you know, was enjoying the process. And so it was just a, I guess, maybe my number one brush of greatness. And, yes, I have a bit of a soft spot for the movie. Um, the the unfortunate thing is that uh, I don't know if I'll ever let my kids see it. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Sasha, to me, while, while he can be funny, yeah. he also comes across very mean. And um, he's definitely taking advantage of people. In, at least in his first two movies, and this just kind of rubs me the wrong way. You know, it's like a laugh at people's expense. There is some of that, but uh, I think... I, I, and I just think that's so mean. I don't, you know... Well... I mean, it's one thing to play a practical joke on someone, sure, but it's just... some of an advantage of Some people. of it, yes, but a lot of what he does in Bruno, which I think was a little bit different than what he did in uh, Borat, was in Bruno, he sets people up, and he lets them... He lets them skewer themselves. Right. I mean... the. The whole the whole sequence with uh, the uh, the the kids. Um, let's see, is there Two Face? No, I'm sorry. There's not a code for Two Face. Sorry, sorry buddy. buddy. Sorry, sweetheart. I'd give it to you if I had it. The guy with the hammer things. Lego Batman. Is that no Clayface? Thor? Clay could be Clayface. I don't know. Hmm. Clayface. Clayface? I've got one. There's. I'm sorry, there's Clayface. not one for Clayface. Uh, if you want to play Commissioner Gordon, I can hook you up with that. Or Alfred. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. For Christmas, it's, it's, I want to be Commissioner Gordon. It's Gary Coleman. Well, oh, you wouldn't know that. I haven't let you watch those movies The dictator yet. looks like it's similar to those, but it, it, it also looks like it has yeah. an actual story. Yeah. I mean, the, they just released a, a new full trailer for it, and it actually looks like... Um, there are scenes where maybe he's filming it in front of quote unquote real people and yeah. they're reacting to him, but there's also a a um, plot. The, the, this one looks like it's it's a narrative. This yeah. one looks like it, it doesn't look like he, he's setting yeah. people up. Well, so. I mean, his original the, the thing that originally broke him was the three characters that he did on the uh, the HBO show, the Ali yeah. G show, mm -hmm. where he did the Ali G character and Borat and Bruno. Right, and so well, that's he, like a day of. So he exhausted those three characters, and clearly he's gotten to a point now where he can't just. I mean, there's going to be people in this. There's going to be people in the world who don't know who he is and don't know his shtick. You know, still 
but I think those people are becoming a lot fewer and farther between. Um, <laughs> I thought it was uh, amazing. Uh, um, a couple of weeks ago, they had uh, uh, over in, oh gosh, where was it? Um, it was over in a, uh, it was on the other side of the world, but uh, they had a, a Kazakhstani uh, win a medal at some world championships. It was like archery or, or something like that. Well, this is and this is a true story. This is not an April. This is not a belated, a belated April Fool's joke. Um, the uh, the Kazakhstani is up on the podium getting the award, and of course, you know they play the uh, the national anthems, right. you know, for the uh, the winning country. Well, the the person in charge of running the music for this um, uh, apparently YouTube Kazakhstani national anthem or something, oh, no. and it turned out to be the Borat Kazakhstan yeah. song. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all other countries are, are run by little girls. <laughs> you know, That's horrible. Amazing. Wow. And apparently this poor girl um, or, or guy uh, stood there on the podium and, and toughed out the entire song. I mean, they didn't, they didn't like do the record scratch noise and, and pull right. it halfway through and, and run the real song. They just, they, they let it run. Well, and I hope that guy lost the fact, his job. They apologized. I hope that guy lost his job. Next on the list, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to this, Men in Black 3. Interesting. Agent J travels in time to Men in Black's early years in the 1960s oh, are you to serious? stop an alien from assassinating his friend Agent K and changing history. Josh Brolin okay. plays a young Tommy Lee Jones. Ah, which is an that's amazing casting. Ca- The trailer is like, yeah. wow, that's I had, really Tommy Lee Jones. I had no idea that that was the plot of the movie. Uh, is, Linda, is Linda Fiorentino still his uh, partner? No, no. Okay, just checking. Um, I have. <clears throat> it I looks have, really good. I have concerns for this movie. I, I. I mean, I do too because Men in Black Two wasn't fantastic. I see. I thought Men. I thought Men in Black Two was enjoyable. I, I didn't have any problem. It, with it was and, so derivative of the first movie. It was basically the first movie, but only Tommy Lee Jones was mm-hmm. the Will Smith character, and vice versa. It, it yeah. Was, well, it, the the thing about the the first movie, though, well, I I, th- I guess for me, if nothing else, what makes it uh, more watchable, at least with the kids, is the villain. Because let's face it, um, Laura uh, Laura um, Boyle uh, Laura Flynn Boyle is a lot easier to look at than um, Vincent D'Onofrio, especially in his bug outfit. Hey, I've been told I look like <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio on occasion. D'Onofrio was a genius, and he actually got me to watch that uh, um, that Ding Dong, um, uh, not Special Victims Unit, but um, the uh, the other one. No, that was it. Law and Order Special Victims Unit. No, Special Victims Unit is the no. one with um, Mariska Hargitay. Criminal Intent. Yes, Criminal Intent. Thank yeah. you. That show. Um, for Law and Order, I thought that show was extremely interesting because D'Onofrio was such a weirdo. Yeah, and I haven't watched it since it's gone to what TNT or it's kind of one of those TBS, like one yeah. of those uh, cable networks. But um, Jeff Goldblum right. uh, has taken over, or, and, and for, for a, a point there, they would have some episodes of Goldblum in it, and some episodes of D'Onofrio in it, and and I just never could quite figure that out. Anyway, I stopped watching that quite a while ago. Um, I'm I'm going to wait for the reviews on this one just to kind of see what they say. We still talking about Men in uh, Black Three. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm on, I'm, 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 a, I'm a maybe on that one. Yeah, okay. I definitely want to see it because yeah. I love me some Will Smith. Tommy Lee Jones is always good. Josh Brolin, with the exception of Jonah Hex, I've liked everything he's done. I still haven't seen Jonah Hex. Is there any reason to see that movie? It is no. It is Brad. It's not a bad movie, but it's just like whatever. I've seen you know. It, it's was it boring? very uninteresting. <laughs> it's just. Is boring Very and uninteresting, and the story was confusing, and parts okay. of it were ridiculous. No dare. Megan Fox is in it. Was she cute? Yeah, you know she's Megan yeah. Fox, but it's not worth kind of trashy. Cute, it's not worth red boxing. Yeah, tell you it's that. not. Wow, if it's not worth paying a buck fifty for, no. or a buck twenty, or whatever. By the way, hey, Redbox, um, really? So now I'm glad they've held the line not to steal from DC, but. Uh, <clears throat> So they've held the line on it's still a buck fifty to rent a Blu-ray, but now it's gone from ninety nine cent to a buck twenty. I wasn't trying to rhyme. Okay, it's weird. Um, but so now it's gone from a dollar to a dollar twenty to rent a, a DVD. Now, unless you don't have a Blu-ray player in your house, why would you not spend the extra thirty cents to get the Blu-ray? Um, why would you get the DVD for buck twenty when you get the Blu-ray for buck fifty? And I realize that part of the answer is availability. I get that. 
But, okay, then but, what's the question? But if you've got a red box at why did why did they raise their stupid price twenty cents? I mean, are they, I it's guess, only twenty cents. I guess they're making a killing off that extra twenty cents. Congratulations. The next, and, and I, I hate the fact that. In fact, we've done it. We've done it right now. Um, last we last time we returned, uh, we returned the Muppets uh, Blu-ray. By the way, very good, great movie, surprisingly, very surprisingly good. solid, and a great soundtrack. I have it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Brett uh, was it Brett McKenzie from um, the. Um, uh, the HBO show, uh, but the Flight two of the Congress, Flight of the Concord. Thank you. Uh, he wrote. Uh, he wrote the song which uh, won the Oscar mm-hmm. this year. Man for, or a Muppet? Um, am I a man? I'm, I'm not sure I which song it was. I think that's the one. But uh, love yes, Flight of the Concords, and uh, I, I love the fact that Brett McKenzie uh, said that uh, now he gets to hold it over uh, Jermaine. <laughs> I know. I thought the same <laughs> thing too. <laughs> The next movie on this list sounds like something I would go see if I ever needed to take a nap. Snow White and the Huntsman? Moon Rise Kingdom. I am so what? I am a I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. Uh, I uh, have to say oh, Wes Anderson is good for nap time though. His the writing in his last two movies, it's kind of weird. He started off strong. I tried with, a Wes um, Anderson movie, but I was just like put me to sleep, please. <laughs> his his dialogue has gotten more spacey. He used to write with um, Pizzazz. Uh, uh, Pizzazz. What's the name of that actor with the bad nose? He's been in a lot of his movies. Um, Who? What? Huh? Um, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, Jason. No. Um, oh, are they? He was in Marley and Me. Or are, are you? Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. Owen Wilson. Thank you. He wrote some movies with Owen Wilson. His first few movies with Owen Wilson, and those were the strong ones. Okay. Uh, from there. He Owen Wilson didn't write the screenplays with them, and he just kind of got all over the place. He has a very unique look that I really like, and it, it's a there's a Wes Anderson style, and all and and you have to love that style to go see him. I'm kind of excited about this movie because it looks like he may be going back to. Have his you roots. read the Have you read the the blurb on this? Boy and girl run away. A pair of lovers flee their New England town, which causes out. a local search party to fan out and find them. Uh, bring up the trailer. Hmm. Nope. Because not going to do it. Here, I'm going to do it. Because not, I want not going to play it. I want to play it. Not going to play not it. Not going to pot it up. Nope. Not interested. <laughs> I want to see it. We got such a long list of movies to talk about. Next, um, Snow White and the Huntsman. Maybe. Kristen Stewart. Chris Hemsworth, yeah, the Charlie's um, Theron. Is that Twilight 4? Is that it? No. No? You sure? Sure. You totally sure about that? Charlie's Theron. I'm more interested in Jack the Giant Killer myself. Charlie's Theron, she's a she's a handsome woman. It looks uh it looks interesting. Um I uh that will be one I'm gonna wait to hear the reviews on. In a twist to the fairy tale, the huntsman ordered to take Snow White into the woods to be killed winds up becoming her protector and mentor in a quest to vanquish the evil queen. But of course. You know, so, and, you know, I don't I don't um, I don't feel the need to rush out and see it. Oh wait, oh it depends on what comes out that week and what the reviews are. Now, you get the feeling that um Kristen Stewart is uh becoming pigeonholed. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. I I don't I don't have uh That's what happens when your first, you know, memorable roles are are like Hey, wait a minute. For the same thing. Well, her first two memorable roles were um, Catch That Kid. That's not memorable. With Corbin Blue. That's not memorable. And Zathra. Not memorable. Oh, Zathra was a good movie. Zathras? No, Zathra. Oh, that not, was a great movie. What movie are we talking John about? John Favreau. Yes. John we're, Favreau. Uh, pre- we're talking about oh, that one. That Snow one White is. and the Huntsman has Chris No, but Stewart. the, uh, the Zathras. Zathra. It's <laughs> the one about the, hat, the house that floats, Zathras. floats around. Zathras was a... Poorly uh, speaking character in uh, Babylon, Babylon 5. 5. I am. Um, Zathura. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait for the reviews on that one. But um, I kind of like the whole fairy tale thing that's kind of happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read fables and I watch Once Upon a Time on ABC. So I, I depending on how it comes across. I don't hate the idea, but isn't it interesting that they're coming out with like 85 fairy tale movies this year? Right. Uh, because you've got this. I know, got, I know exactly why. Well, you've got Mirror Mirror. And yeah. you've got uh, was uh, Jack the Giant Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, those just right off the top of my head. And, and my guess is that there are more. Um, if we uh, public domain, the... baby. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> That's kidding. It. Yeah, thank earlier you. in the evening we had talked about uh, the possibility of going to see a midnight movie for 
Avengers, mm-hmm. and I said, <coughs> I said, pardon and me. And then he finished his thought. Thank you. <laughs> I said that I was too old for that. Mm-hmm. The next movie on the list, I'm going to be there. Let's see, which one is For it? Midnight. Prometheus. I'm about to say, if you say The Expendables 2, I'm coming over the no. table. <laughs> Ridley Scott in the mm. obviously a prequel to Alien. Well, they're not making any bones about it anymore. No. This movie looks fantastic. I'm I, on the fence with it. You are a well, stupid human no, being. No, we got to wait and see because it may be a rehash. Boy, I'm, I'm not there. saying it's a bad movie. No, I'm it's, just not, on, it's I'm not just a rehash. On the you got to watch the trailers. It's, it's yeah, I, mean, I, I did. It just, I mean, are we going to be led the path that, you know, boom, 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 and then the last scene is the beginning of Aliens? Okay. So what? Mm. I mean, it, anticlimactic is what no. I'm worried about. No, it's like, I, okay, I kind of see where this is headed. I may That's be, all. That's I may all be I'm the, saying. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just thinking that, do I know where it's headed? Do I know how the ending is going to be? Well, we no, know you, how I don't it's think, headed. Yeah. Well, you know where it's ultimately headed, but you have right. no idea what this movie is going to be about. Yeah. Right. Because I may be the number one hater of the very idea of prequels of anybody I know, even including you guys. But um, Ridley Scott says... Uh, and this is a quote I've wanted to revisit it for years, 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 years. I always wondered when they did uh, two, three, and four. He's talking about aliens, two, three, yeah. and four, why they hadn't touched upon um, the idea instead of evolving into some other fantastic story. They missed the biggest question of them all who's the big guy? Where were they going? And with what? Why that cargo? There's all kinds of questions. Yep. Exactly. Now, the big guy does, does that's, the space that, that, that's the best part, I think, of this trailer. It's he's like known if as we the get to find jockey. out what the space giant is about. Yeah, I'm. I'm a maybe though. I well, just. I kind of want to. I just. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I don't know anything about it. No, but of course it's just, not. It's, it's hard to get for me to get excited about it. Ridley well, also says it's not just about the blood. It's about ideas that are very stressful. I'm not an idiot, but I'll do everything I can to get the most aggressive film I can. I can't freaking wait for this movie. And my my first thought was when I first heard about it and, and heard what it was. My first idea. My first thought was, eh. then I found out that Ridley Scott was attached to it, and it's yeah. like. Oh yeah, I mean the trailer. And hearing gives more me goosebumps every time I watch. It. I, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, I think that uh, Avengers is the movie that I most want to see, but Prometheus is just right up there. This is the movie that I I would I would pass seeing the Avengers in a heartbeat. Okay, I would if somebody told me that if I went ahead and saw Avengers mm-hmm. in May, that when this comes out June the eighth, two days before my birthday, I could not see it. I would gladly pass up watching the Avengers just so I could see this nice. when it comes out. What would be the circumstances <laughs> that I would create the, uh, that I, I don't know, but all I'm saying is if this weird circumstance <laughs> happened... Here's I, the situation. I, I have this power. to give up watching the Avengers on opening day just so I could see Prometheus at midnight. You know what? I would give up Avengers 2 because... Um, I guess I kind of know what? how it's going to... Uh, I mean, if I was told, Frank, you can't see the Avengers this summer, we're, we're going to withhold that from you, um, I would be, okay. <laughs> what I love... Not because I don't think it's going to be a good movie, but it's that it's that it's been so... There's been so much set up for it. Yeah. And uh, I, I can kind of predict what a movie's going to be. I mean, with the Avengers, it's not about the destination, it's the journey. Well, I've got at least four and, reasons why this is going to be just... Fine. And the journey, I think the journey would be fun, is going to be fun with the Avengers, but like, I think you can kind of figure out how that movie's going to end. You know, I mean, everyone's going to be fine. Cliffhanger, what's the next adventure? Well, no, I think we know that the Avengers is going to be a fairly self contained movie because uh, Joss Whedon has already talked about what he might want to do in a sequel. Mm. Which and I assume there's got to be a sequel as long as they can pay those guys. Well, well there's already talk about iron man three yeah yeah well Black iron man Widow's three i think is already three tentatively scheduled for uh summer 13 is it right i mean i don't know if they start shooting it yet I don't know. um but uh um reasons why you don't have to worry about prometheus are ridley scott michael fassbender charlie's theron guy pierce I could Idris go, Elba. Could go on oh Idris Elba. guy pierce Greatness. that's escaping me who's guy pierce memento he's an actor oh, yeah okay I'm very excited. Enough about enough about Prometheus. It's not enough. It's great. Now, the next one, Rock of Ages. Uh, mm. All right, lost me at Chasing Their Dreams in a now, big city. Now, I saw this musical in New York. What's this about? 
1987, Los Angeles, Drew and Sherry are two young people chasing their dreams in the big city. Boring. When they meet, it's love at first sight through their romance. We'll face a series of challenges. Now, this was a musical that had nothing but 1980s music in it. Okay. And as a child of the 80s, I was just digging the whole thing. It was so awesome. Huh. However, okay. this movie has Tom Cruise in it. I'm about to say, I've got some reasons why this movie uh, will hopefully fail. <laughs> However, <laughs> having said Baldwin. that, it has Alec Baldwin in it. And I love me some Alec Baldwin. So, this is still up in the air for me. Not sure I want to see it. Not sure I need to see it. Um, I... It, the, this, again, this, uh, this movie worries me. Russell um, Brand, Paul Giamatti, Catherine Zeta-Jones... You got to realize that uh, Adam Shankman is uh, well known for doing uh, stuff like uh, uh, the uh, the re the redo of uh, Hairspray. Um, this is the director of the movie, by the way. Um, he's uh, done The Pacifier, Cheaper by the Dozen, two. What was the other one? Um, he's the done a couple of fire. He's done a couple episodes of Glee. That's, um, Vin Diesel. He's done uh, Carrie Underwood, an All Star Holiday Special, and. Probably his crowning moment, Zac Efron's pool party. This so he, is who's in charge of this uh, this adaptation. He's done musicals. So, uh, you know, have fun with that. So, um, he was also the uh, choreographer on Rock of Ages, by the way. And choreographer on Hairspray, choreographer on Stuck on You. Uh, dance consultant on Catch Me If You Can. Um, so, you know, uh, choreographer for The Wedding Planner. Um, choreographer for Mission to Mars. That makes a lot of sense. That makes <laughs> what an was awful he? lot of sense. He was the choreographer for Mission to Mars. Oh, and was that he was the also Val Kilmer one, or was that the uh, Bob Roberts one? <laughs> <laughs> Which Mars movie was that? Oh, uh, you know what? Now that you think about it, yeah, I don't know if that's the one with um, um, Kilmer or uh, Mission to Mars. Uh, well, this one came out in 2000, so I think it was the uh, not not Val Kilmer. You're thinking of uh, Red, Red Planet. Planet, which was a pretty interesting movie. Mission to Mars is the one that had um, um, uh, it had Gary Sinise in it, yes. and it had um, uh, the the War Machine. Um, Tim Robbins. Why am I blanking on him? And it has Tim Robbins in it. Yes, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Thank you, Tim Robbins. Uh, um, interesting movie. Uh, that was uh, directed by uh, Brian De Palma. Also, is it just me or does the end of that movie leaves me cold? Anybody see Tim Robbins in a movie, you go, "Oh, hey, that's Tim Robbins." Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, it's Bob Roberts. Like, I can't like not okay. think. Jeff Goldblum is the same way. For yeah, me. I see Jeff Goldblum. Go, oh, it's Jeff Goldblum. I, I gotta get, I gotta get a couple of these, a couple more of these off my chest. I promise we can move on. Uh, Adam Shankman also uh, did the choreography on uh, Ants, Inspector Gadget, Dudley Do Right. Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, <laughs> and Scream 2. I could go on. There was choreography. But I, but I there was dancing in Scream 2. I don't know, dude. Now, um, in, uh, in Inspector Gadget, he was choreographer and physical comedy consultant, which, of course, breeds the question, <laughs> there was comedy in that movie? Did you, have you ever seen, have you guys ever seen Inspector Gadget? With, I, uh, I teed up my own Matthew softball Broder. and hit yeah. it out of the stinking park there. It is Did you notice? manic. It is like crazy Frank, manic. Frank, Cr Frank climbed the wall to try and bring that one back, but he couldn't do it. I smacked it clean out of the park. What's that? No, it's just it's it's just it's constant. Like that movie does not stop. It's not good. It's manic, and that's not necessarily a uh, um, a good thing, is it? And miscast. Next I on the you, list, mm -hmm. I do have one movie. When we get done with the list, and we're getting ready to wrap it up. There is there is one uh, movie that I do want to see. We can get to it in a minute. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter? Yeah. Yeah. How could you look at that and <laughs> not think, um, what, huh? What? Wait, I, I, now? Just like, what? I just like the, the crazy me? concept. That's fun. What, what I think is funny is that, is that there are a lot of people out there who have no idea this is based on a, on a comic book, a graphic novel, or whatever you want to call it. And so if you're approaching this um, just out of, the, out of thin air, my, uh, my understanding is, is that- book? There's a trailer. Um, it was a graphic I novel, believe right? It was. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think that idea materialized out of thin air. Um, but can you imagine being someone who's going to see the? Because the trailer's running in front of the Hunger Games, by the way. Um, so could you imagine 
going to see like the Hunger Games or just some other action movie and having no idea that this thing's going to exist. And I, I heard from a couple of people who said that they went and saw the trailer, had no idea uh, that there was this entity called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. And they said the trailer starts out and you can tell it's like Abraham Lincoln and they go, cool, it's going to be some kind of historical biopic or, or something. You know, or maybe it's going to be kind of like the, uh, the what the Stephen King, uh, the book he's writing about um, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. You know, maybe it's going to be some kind of historical fiction. Maybe they're going to talk about, you know, Lincoln's last days or, you know, conspiracy surrounding his death or something. You know, that's great. And um, next thing you see is, uh, you know, him, you know, putting the garlic around his neck and getting his, you know, silver crucifixes and, and basically getting ready to go out and kill vampires. And you've got to be thinking to yourself, what what parallel universe did I just get involuntarily shifted into a la Howard the Duck? When, you know, how did uh, I end up in this world where they're going to release a movie called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer? When the title card came up, there were cheers from the audience. Really? Went, uh, like it was laugh, cheering, clapping. The only thing that this movie has going for me, uh, two it's things. Abraham Lincoln. It's directed by Spielberg, I believe. It's directed mm-hmm. by Timur Beck... Mam Betov, who directed oh, of course, yeah. Wanted. Okay. And I enjoyed that. Was that, uh, that was the um, um, Angelina Jolie, yes. um, uh, James McAvoy, yes. uh, Morgan Freeman flick. And also Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it. Okay. So I'd go watch her. I, I, I'm, in all honesty, I'm going to wait on reviews for this. Uh, this is like low. Yeah. Low potential scene. But I, the concept just sounds so ridiculous that it may be fun. I'm kind of a sucker for like. Uh, I don't know if I'll crazy ever movies. see this movie. We're at 50 minutes. Do we right, want to keep go. going? Uh, well, we, all right, we'll just go we through the list. Brave, are you going to see it? No, you missed one. I mean, we haven't touched uh, on. What did we get to Rome? With we haven't Love? touched on The Dark Knight Rises. Um, well, no, see, Born Legacy, let's, let's Total Recall. Um, Here, j- just hit him. Yes, no. To Rome with Love, directed by Woody Allen, out starring uh, yeah, Alec that's Baldwin. Not a summer movie. I'm out. Brave, Pixar, yes. Pixar, yes, because it's Pixar. Seeing that, a friend. Okay, for that the end movie of the world. looks really interesting. It does. Um, the first um, first trailer I saw for Brave, I thought, "Give me a break!" But my kids have turned me around on it. It, it now looks like something I'm interested it's in. Pixar. Uh, seeking a friend for it the end of the world. It doesn't look like Pixar, though. I mean, it looks like it could be a DreamWorks, or it. It doesn't. I think look, it looks like Pixar to me. All right, fair well, enough. They went with exaggerated caricatures this time. They usually don't go that exaggerated. Yeah. Well, they did with Up, but uh, and not to say that Pixar has to have a look. I mean, you know. Um, you know, ants look like nothing like Incredibles or you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, I'm not saying that Pixar has to you know have one particular look, but um, well, uh, it, just, it just it just it it seemed like a a well done if possibly semi generic uh, cartoon adaptation. You know, because for a while Pixar, you know, everything they put out was completely original and absolute gold. I mean, you know. I, well, okay, The Incredibles was derivative, but uh, but it was amazing. But you know, when they're doing you know Finding Nemo and stuff, it's like, I mean, I just I don't know how much more original it can get. I mean, you know, you're going to recycle certain themes, but anyway. Okay. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. Don't know anything about. I've it. not heard of it, but yeah. I want to see it because it has Steve Carell in it. An asteroid. As an asteroid nears Earth, a man finds himself alone after his wife leaves in a panic. He decides to take a road trip to reunite with his high school sweetheart. Accompanying him is a neighbor who inadvertently puts a wrench in his plan. I think Kira Knightley's in it. At best, this movie is going to be uh, wistfully amusing, yeah. and I'm, uh, I'm terribly afraid that that movie is going to try hard to jerk tears from you. Yeah, it, not yeah, interested. Well. What about uh, uh, GI Joe Two Retaliation? Not yet. The no? Amazing Spider-Man. I'm going to wait on reviews. We'll I'm not see. sold. Um, not I'm. Sold um, on it. I'm not sold yet, but I'm I'm hopeful. Uh, I'm not, you know. The I think it's going to be very here, interesting. The poster it, here says the untold story. That's uh, not what it's about. It's well, about the one that we read in Amazing Fantasy 15. Will dang uh, it! I'm going to wait on it. <laughs> Number Look, 16. They're, they're not doing. They're not doing uh, uh, one more day or brand new day or whatever. Well, maybe in, they in will. This. will now. So you know, but don't don't worry about that. Um, I I still don't think that uh, I think that Brad's going to have a much harder time with the Amazing Spider-Man than than most other uh, fans are, just because Brad is not one to want to uh, um, suspend like suspend disbelief, go like with a, a fresh take on a story. Give him a dollar, yeah, because he doesn't. Like and I'm not, you know, oh. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to come over the table at you or anything. It's just facts is facts. Next so. on the list is Savages. 
directed by Oliver Stone. I'm oh. out. I I don't the the plot of the story does not interest yeah. me. It's no. it's going to be uh, uh, basically a revenge pick. Yeah, and not interested. It's interesting that Stone. I'm trying to remember the last movie that he did. Who cares? Um, boy, one movie that I watched the preview for this. This this movie's coming out on May 18th, uh, um, the professor's birthday. So maybe I'll take her to go see this for her birthday. I watched the trailer and I thought kind of interesting. It's a naval battle. Uh, you know what? Battleship uh, could be uh, interesting. And when they dropped the logo onto the top of that movie and it said battleship, Qui Gon because Jin, it, it says it? something about it says something about Hasbro presents or you know it was like brought to you by you know it was it was it it made it very clear that this was based on the game and my jaw dropped so hard I had a bruise on my chin. There was a I, um, I just I was absolutely appalled that they would make a movie um, based on the battleship game well it uh uh in all seriousness off yeah. topic a little bit they are making it's been licensed uh shoots and ladders will be a movie God, stop just our april stop. fool's episode was last week and, but but that's a that, that has been licensed so it, it'll be a kid's movie you know but they're gonna have fun with it but i mean there is a shoots and ladder if movie you coming. can make if you can make an amazing uh uh all-timer movie like the first pirates of the caribbean movie yeah. Which was based off a ride at Disney. I guess anything is possible. Wow. Shoots and ladders could be a good movie. I am, you know, Battleship. I hope that Battleship is a really fun ride. The, the director is uh, Peter Berg, who did Hancock, among other things. Yeah. Um, he also does a bit of acting yeah. here and there. And of course, uh, Rihanna is in this. Um, so mm. you know, uh, um, you know, you know. They've also the, pushed the, the release back from May to August, which doesn't oh, necessarily bad. is not necessarily a good sign. But you know, with with, with these movies that are games, all yes. they're all they're purchasing. They're not buying the game. They're buying the familiarity with the label. Exactly. That is yeah. Battleship. No, I, I, so that's it. I get the game they're playing. So that's so that's it. So don't I worry. I can't about wait it. for the inevitable categories movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Pictionary. Jeez, yeah. The next movie on this list it's sounds be a interesting. Movie. It's called I, Ted. And I haven't heard anything. I haven't about either. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane in his directorial debut. Oh my! Has he a story centered anything? on a man and his teddy bear who comes to life as a result of a childhood wish, starring Mark Wahlberg, Mila Kunis, Seth MacFarlane, and Giovanni Ribisi. I, uh, I'm interested. Don't know anything about it, but I'm interested. I love me some Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I'll and be Seth honest. Seth MacFarlane has a good track record with with uh, you know yes. telling funny stories. Yes, he does. Uh, let's just end with this one because after this, it's whatever. Uh, Paranorman. Uh, no, just a Dark Knight. Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Eight years after Batman took the fall for Two Faces crimes, a new terrorist leader, Bane, overwhelms Gotham's finest, and the Dark Knight resurfaces to protect a city that brands him an enemy. How it's going to pick up eight years from then, from the last movie? I mean, we'll I, I guess that's not a not a big deal. But why did it take Batman? It doesn't. I don't think Batman would would be gone for eight years. Well, it doesn't say he was gone for eight years does it it just says this movie takes place eight years later yeah. it says and the dark knight resurfaces oh, okay to protect the city i mean when the other one ended he was a wanted man yeah he left so you want to know a dirty secret th now this is a movie that that uh if i no? was told i right. couldn't see at the end of the summer mm -hmm. I, I would be upset uh, i am looking forward to this one. yeah I'm, I am you know what i'm I'm really kind of ambivalent uh, to this movie. I just I, I've never been a fan of the character Bane, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I just I just I I'm not necessarily apprehensive. I just I just don't feel like this is going to be an absolute slam dunk. I don't like, think uh, this like movie dark, could like could be Knight as was. good as Dark Knight. Um, I don't see how it's possible. My dirty little secret: um, saw the Dark Knight in the theaters, enjoyed it. Um, uh, the The wife got me um, uh, Dark Knight. Um, two years ago, Christmas, um, and you have my watched DVD it player. Since. I've watched most of it. Uh, one time, I'm still not sure I've seen that movie all the way through twice. Wow. Yeah. And it's not for lack of wanting to. It's it's for a lack of time to watch it. Heck, maybe I'll watch it tonight. Jeez. Well, spoiler alert. Because I've seen the, the pencil trick a number of times and the opening of it a number of times, but I've never sat through and watched the I entire love the movie music. from end to end. The music in that movie like, is awesome. Honestly, um, you guys just spoiled the ending of the movie for me because I, I didn't I didn't know that 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 you know that it worked out that badly for him. It's been that long since oh, I've wow. seen the thing. So, 
you know, um, how he's, you know, but if, if Gotham truly has been Batman-less for eight years, then um, it's going to gonna make for a, a really uh, uh, an S-hole of a town, I'm guessing. What's that? Yes, yes, Green friends. Arrow, Green Arrow, and Batman are friends. Oh. Well, they're both they're both rich billionaire play, billionaire playboy philanthropists. Um, Although one's uh, leftist, is the, and lost his money. Um, We're confusing that. Continue, young man. Is 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 there? A, um, is what is that thing to get all the guys not out even buying them? Oh, they're called cheat codes, and yeah, I'm hey, not a I'm not a big fan of those. I can tell you that Green Arrow is not in that in that game. Sorry, which and and that's Batman and what Robin Nintendo, Aquaman? Batman Nintendo, Lego what Lego Batman. Aquaman? Nope, not no, in, I, I don't not think in that. so. He's a big fan of him. Yeah, I agree. Aquaman is a huge fan of Batman. Now, what I want to do? Hey, there is a. Um, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this in front of Sage, but there is a new Lego Batman um, out, isn't there? That, that it's has coming like, out very soon. Okay, that has uh, the super, it has most of the yeah. Justice League characters. I think in it's it. called Lego Batman Superheroes or something. Like oh that. man, that's awesome! I'm gonna tell you all the Batmans I have. I have Fly Batman, Bomb Batman, Regular Batman. Um. And uh, and I also have the Dark Knight with a gun. Ooh, that's it. Do, wow. Do you have the Gotham by uh, Gaslight Batman? No. Do you have the uh, Red Rain Batman? Do you have Magnet Suit Batman? What? What about Kingdom Come Batman? No. What about Dark Knight Strikes Again Batman? No. Do you have a Counting Batman? Do you have a uh, chocolate bomb pop eating Batman? What about weight staff Batman? Do you have do you do have the Batman that um the meter maid Batman? No. Do you have valet valet park parking attendant Batman? I don't have the rest of the Batmans. Oh. You remember I said gun Batman, the dark knight. And fly Batman, and regular Batman, and bomb Batman. Okay. And do, you, and do you have uh, Batman the superhero lives in pudding? No, I don't have the rest of you guys. They're gonna say. Okay. <laughs> All right, got it. That was good. Cutting it off. Very good. All right. Very good. You learned a lesson. You can teach your dad a couple of things. I think. And uh, and Maybe I have. Not. I have pink Catwoman. I'm so proud of him. Wow. Keep going. Keep going. And I have two robber guys. Do you have any jokers? I have Tropolis Joker. Ooh, Tropical Joker. Joker. We're going to go Tropical Joker. Okay, Tropical Joker. I like Tropolis. Actually, I use a Topical Joker uh, to get rid of these unsightly stains. Right. You Topical. Use, you have to use in the privacy of your own uh, restroom. I'm guessing. I have two. The I have the two robber guys, and is not too strong. Now, see, robbers are weak and fearful. That's why Batman can prey on them, yeah. because he inspires fear in cowardly villains. Nice. I like your idea about ending with the Dark Knight. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Since especially since we've had all this Batman all right. talk. So uh so good times. Uh, go see Batman whether you're gonna like it or not. Okay. Is there a letter guy I can buy a letter code? Why did you give him the code? why did you we'll turn check this out. the codes anyway? Uh I blame um I blame soda for that. And when I say blame, I don't mean that I'm mad at him in any way. He just he um he tweeted me one day, um and it and he asked me. Your about, dad will tell you in just a couple minutes. He asked me about the codes for uh, for Star Wars. And it's like there are codes for Lego Star Wars, and then that triggered something in me. 
And uh, we tried to go, we tried to go bust a couple of guys out like uh, Greedo and General Grievous and mm-hmm. stuff. And I put the codes in, and it appeared to activate those characters, but that they didn't show up as available characters when you choose your characters to go into the new level. Got 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 So very sad, very sad. No, I can get you a garbage truck. Or a scientist, Ooh, a scientist. or um, two faces. I can get you Yeti or Zoo Sweeper, but I cannot get you the Riddler. Nor can I get you Firestorm, the nuclear man. I can also not get you Fin Fang Foom. I realize I'm uh, going across uh, the yes. platform there. Um, you want Storm? See, she's in the X-Men. No, you so said Firestorm. That's what he's Oh, meaning. Firestorm. That is my bad. Okay. Right. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Man, I got some crazy sneezes. All right, yeah. guys. Thank you very much for listening. How's the uh, Ventral treating you? Are you uh, going to make it home? I, I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Your eyes are watery. Just right now. Like, my allergies kicked in. Well. But, uh, but with that said, next, thank you very much for listening to A Half Hour Wasted. I will see you next week. Don't let the cat sleep on your head next time. <laughs>